Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Late Night. W-E-E-I, it's KJ. Mind is blown. The Patriots are down at halftime, 13-10 to the Cardinals. Kyler Murray goes out three plays into the game. What is going You ever do that rubbing in the middle of your forehead where sometimes you have migraines? And you might be that deep into it at this point, but other times you just... I rub it for my third eye because my third eye is just like... Didn't we see this coming? (laughs) Didn't we see this coming? How can you have a second-year quarterback who does not have this exceptional skill set of breaking pocket, taking off running, so forth, and all these different things, right? Because sometimes with a running-style quarterback, you can get them to where you need them to be. But when you're talking about a stand-up quarterback, you need them to be there right away because they don't really offer that other part. And here you have the Patriots down 13-10 to a Colt McCoy-led team right now. Interception, offensive line has been looking bad. Now look, Kevin Harris has come in. Ramondre Stevenson has gone out of the game, come back in. Now he's back out. Uh, injuries have been kind of plagued. Devontae Parker, I don't want to say the C word, but it looks like he, something happened where he had to get to that blue tent. He's, he's not likely to come back. And so this all kind of goes all back to the top, doesn't it? 617-779-7937, text line 37937. You tired of rubbing the middle of your forehead just like, what is going on? And when will this ever get better? Will it? I mean, it, it almost feels like a blessing that the Patriots were able to stop that play on fourth and one because it looked like the Cardinals if they had converted that fourth and one, then you're literally talking about potentially a 20-7 to seven game, which I would say, um, so this offense is going to come back and depend on the passing game? I don't see it. And so this is really about the ineptness that's happened all season where, oh, uh, well, you know, coach is a coach and, you know, we'll get it all together. And no. Patricia and Judge have had a history of not even being able to run, I don't know, a whole team. But I get the thinking. Running a whole team, that requires a lot more. 
You've got to oversee personnel. The guy who's in charge of towels has a question. And this person over here and travel arrangements and interviews and PR and the charity. Sometimes if you can just coach, you can get the best out of, if you will. They're just on the wrong side of the ball. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Want to say what's up to my producer, Andrew Meehan. Andrew, how you doing tonight, brother? What's going on, KJ? How are you? Um, you know, constipation would probably feel more comfortable than watching this game. <laughs> that's at least a, that's I, a good way of putting it. Wait, because you know, at least I know what's in my diet. At least I know what to expect. I know that, hey, I've probably been eating a lot of grapes. Probably need to up, you know, like reduce some of the nuts that I've been eating and so forth. It, probably I'm talking about fiber. tree nuts. Yeah. Need some fiber. Yeah, I need some fiber, right? But here's the thing. There's nothing fibrous that you're going to get from this play calling. Like, I see at the end of the half where Matt Patricia's looking, he's looking at one of those Microsoft surfaces. And I was like, dude, are you playing Angry Birds? Because that would explain a whole lot of what is going on. Like, because that's what the offense looks like. I mean, Vance Joseph said it best, right? Looks like a defensive guy. Well, in, well, here was crazy in that in, in that soundbite that he he's laughing. Like I would I would think first rule of thumb is don't make jokes about your opponent before you play them, right? Like not only is it bulletin board material, but this is like literally like billboard material, right? Like like oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. like around Arizona, you could probably see like, hey, Matt Patricia's coming to front. You defensive about your driving, you know, like it like it's bad. Thanks, Andrew. It's always good. We'll, we'll, we'll hear from you here in a second. Sounds good. In trending. So look, what is it going to take for a moment of clarity and honesty to happen with this team? What is, is it going to take Robert Kraft? I mean, he is there at the game, and I would think like, okay, oh, there's some things to do in Arizona that can be kind of fun. I'm thinking I'm walking in that locker room either right now or at the end of the game, and it's like, dude's got to go. Got to go. Bill, you do it yourself. Like, at this point, I would rather see Belichick calling the offensive plays than Matt Patricia touching any of this stuff anymore. It's like my 11-year-old who loves Play-Doh. We got smart and taught her how to vacuum it. Who's going to teach Matt Patricia, hey, look, either clean up the mess or get out of the way? And clearly, cleaning up the mess is not happening. And so now back into the second, we're now back into the second half. And it's just the same old, same old. You know, like, like this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Do you deserve, fan base, do you deserve this? Long second downs. Bad play calling. The same stuff all over again. It's almost kind of like, who's taking advantage of you and you really can't say anything about it? You're still going to be there. You're still going to go to the games. You're still going to watch. Now they blowing timeouts. And, and two minutes haven't even gone in the second half. I, I The dysfunction. Who's coming out to say something? Will it be Kraft? You know, like, I, Belichick's getting closer, but tonight would be the night you'd say, okay, after 13 games, what's the grade that you would give the offensive play calling? If he can't give you a letter grade, then maybe they're all in cahoots together. This is why I tell you, folks, don't expect Matt Patricia to not be the offensive coordinator next year. Not because he deserves to be, but because he's Bill's guy. He's his guy. Who's going to reassign him to? 
Lunch duties? Like, what is what, what are you going to put him on? The defense now suddenly? He's going to strictly be the offensive line coach? Guess how the offensive line has been looking? And he's their coach. Yeah. I, look, when Bailey Zappi got in there and it worked for a couple of games, slow down. This isn't about Bailey Zappi. This is about showing how sometimes when things that are absolutely horrible, when they work, now you're saying, but see, here is when it worked. And that's the scary part. That's what there's now tape and evidence of real game tape of what Matt Patricia's put together working. That's going to keep him in the job because the play will be, well, hey, both guys will have full time. It'll be, remember, remember Cam Newton? It's, it's his second year in the system. You're going to hear that again. Well, you know, Mac and, and Bailey are both second year in the system and maybe a healthy competition to see who really can grasp what we want to do in the preseason. Preseason. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ, late night here. WEEI. Still to come, we'll talk about the Celtics and their West Coast trip. They're about to tip off at 1030 against the Clippers, which will be a a very interesting game. I'll keep an eye on that. Um, As well as the Red Sox and their just absolute debacle or how, you know, when you, you, you say, hey, we're having a party and we're having chips and dips and everything. You have this whole spread ready to lay out. And people get word that like, and they're generic chips and generic dip. Do you want to go to that party? And they're like, no. That's what's happening to the Red Sox right now. But with the Patriots, it's beyond embarrassing. To the point where, you know, my sympathy level for Mac Jones continues to go up because at some point I thought like, hey, look, part of your job in being a leader of this team is to work with what you got. Right? You, yeah, okay. Maybe your offensive play calling is horrible. You can either go the Russell Wilson way, where you're just like, I'm just going to dip down and hit the ground every time, and that's going to get Hackett out of there. Or you start to try and say, Hey, I need to make a play just for us to survive another day or another down. And so the short game works for him a little bit. You know, I think it's designed to protect him. And, if there has been success tonight, it has been with the short game. And that's where I agree with Patricia, where it's like, hey, look, if the offensive line, like, what is, yeah, my goodness, there's just such a disconnect. Jones screaming back at the line. There's a disconnect. This has to be addressed. Because literally, you you literally have the colonists right there at the harbor unpacking tea and having a conversation about what they think about King George. That's what Mac Jones is doing because you can't, in a Belichick regime, you can't sit there and consistently try and, how can I best put it, put, put middle management on blast. And this is now two weeks in a row where you're seeing some of this body language and some of the screaming back and forth, not so much directly at him, but some of the body language and, and some of the yelling backwards, you clearly know that, okay, Mac Jones is yelling back to something that he's getting set in his, in his headset Belichick is looking confused, like, what is going on here? Look, you just have, it's out of control. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. I might just pull out the bills through parody tonight just to prove my point, which is now a 10-month-old parody and is playing live in our face right now. Here's Mike Lombardi on this offense and how it's just been offensive. Look, uh, I... I, I, you know, Matt Patricia, defense coordinator, offense. Look, it, it, it to me, there's, 
there's expert, just like Saturday needs expert, there's expertise to calling an offensive game, setting up a game plan. It's chess. It's a chess match. And I know he's seen it from the other side, from the defensive standpoint, but it's harder from the offensive standpoint. You have to be able to see the game in three dimensions, you know, and you've got to be able to figure out how we're going to move the ball and when the adjustments. I mean, they moved the ball early in the game, and then when the adjustments happened, they couldn't move the ball. I mean, look, the last drive of the game, Buffalo's going to give them a touchdown. They can't even score. They couldn't score. They took the they take a bad sack. I mean, they're three for twelve on third down. You know, they got the ball backed up on the on the one yard line, then they put the backup running back in. I have no idea why would they do that. And he gets stuffed for a one yard loss. Then they get a holding call and an intentional grounding. Yeah. I mean, they're literally right now there are some plays that are actually saving the Patriots right now where they're in a chance to 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 get in the scoreboard here again. <clears throat> But something has to be addressed. Does I, I, I'm asking you, does, does, does Belichick consider going against the grain and making a change towards the end of the season? I mean, might as well get him in for the last four games, whoever it's going to be. Because this is, this is just this. I mean, they turn around, they might score here, and, you know, but it can't be three. It can't be. You have to put seven on the board. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Your thoughts on the Patriots. Plus, we'll talk Celtics as well. But right now, it's time to trend with Andrew Meek. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. W-E-E-I. This is W-E-E-I Late Night. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. This is a long-term plan from Bill Belichick to say, I ain't my offensive coordinator every two years. You know, Josh McDaniels, we were lucky we had him for a long time, but I'm not bringing in Bill O'Brien just to lose and be a head coach somewhere else right. in 2023. I'm not I'm not elevating Nick Cayley to go and be an offensive coordinator or a head coach somewhere else in a year or two. So I think this plan is his way of building long-term continuity, and that's... That's what I would expect. Is, I hadn't is thought of that. Be the keys here moving forward. Late night, W E E I. It's K J. Thank you so much. That's Phil Perry on his podcast saying what I've been saying for about two weeks. There's no. There's not going to be any play to remove Matt Patricia out of this position, especially if it means another year. And again, 
when Z- Bailey Zappi played it for two weeks, the offense seemed more fluid. Now giving Patricia an argument saying that my madness works. It just might be the person who's calling the place. Remember, once Brady left, I think there is just this edict that there is never going to be two masters in one kingdom. There was not going to be two masters in one kingdom. Especially when you're a hard A coach, if you will. That, Bel- that, that tree that Belichick comes from, he's an old school guy. Nobody's bigger than the coach. Nobody's bigger than his assistants because they are part of the management team. That's why, you know, G.I. Joe Judge can be up there. I've got a strong jawline. That's why he's there because he's part of that old school cut thought process of, you know what? It's my way or the highway, kid. There are plenty of people who'd want to be in your shoes. Uh, Have you seen for agency recently? Really? Yeah. There's no there's no desire to have yet a third coordinator come next year. And let's say that coordinator does everything right. This is where I haven't said or I, I hadn't thought of is someone come in, do well, and then jet, right? We now realize that maybe Josh McDaniel stayed around because maybe there was a thinking that he would be in line down the road or concerns about coaching until he could have the control when you recognize that. You know, when you see the type of control Belichick has, it's going to be very hard for you to go into a situation where you're not trying to at least have some say of that same type of control. He got that from Vegas. They gave it to him. But when you're talking about the play calling that's absolutely bad and just even the commentary that's going on during the game about the play calling, you know, look, Bill will be on Patriots Tuesday, will be tomorrow morning, Greg Hill show, I would have I would have phones ready. What's the letter grade, Bill, that you give Matt Patricia for the offensive play calling this year? What's the letter grade? You can't say, I can't give it a letter grade. Then you know what that is? That's an F. Or I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into grades and stuff like that. Well, 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 that's all we can go by. Like, you know, one is winning losses. And two is the development of the second year quarterback who seems Should I go back to the word broken? Broken. Because of Matt Patricia, broken. That clearly there's a problem. I'm sure you've worked in the office place where, I know I have, where I'll even tell you about this one guy I work with. I can talk about him now because he's dead. (laughs) He was the guy who, like, had had an idea. I said, hey, this might be something you float around. Think about or something. Then goes to our bigger boss and says, hey, I have this great idea and such and such and such and such. And KJ said, we can do this. I was like, I didn't say that part. But when they're your boss, you know, you can't necessarily throw them under the bus. To the point at one point I went and asked, no lie. Is there a way you can annex my department back under you guys? Is there a way you can do that? Because guess what? That's probably what needs to happen with this offense. Belichick needs to step in and say, I am the play caller. I'm the play caller. And any questions about the play calling needs to come to me. Matt Patricia could be the offensive line guy, because guess what? They need coaching. They need something. But what they don't need is someone who's, eh, 
I'm kind of handling this and I'm kind of handling that over there at the same time. <sighs> Boy, I, 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 you know what? I, I would write out just when, when the six ring podcast comes on in about an hour when the game is over, maybe they can speed up the game and I can catch like some fast food before I go home. My wife would kill me. There you go eating it again. It's like, okay, I promise I won't be screaming about headaches in the middle of the night all at sodium. But look, I would write down what your frustration is because this is the point where you really need to say it clear. This is beyond emotional, right? You got Vance, uh, Vance Joseph laughing at a press conference saying it looks like a how a defensive play caller guy would call plays and is laughing at the opponent at the Patriots before the game. You've got Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman and Aikman saying he's not getting the plays in, Patricia, on time. It's a laughing stock. Why is this deserved? Why? Does Mac Jones deserve that? Like, is this what it had to take to get the fire out of him, knowing that this is probably still going to be your boss no matter how emotional you may get? This is still be the one that you... That when you go into that quarterback room and have your meetings and you're discussing, you know, the layout for the next opponent, this is the person who's going to be leading the ship and, you know, telling you what what is going to be the execution of the game. And it's, I I've, I am speechless. Because tonight's game is a game where you expect a team as poor as Arizona defending the pass game. And keep in mind, the Patriots still have a chance to win the game. And I'll say this. The Patriots win the game, then I would probably curb some of it back because that's the point. The idea is to win the game. But tell me this game shouldn't have already been winnable in the second quarter. Now, it, it, it when, when Kyler Murray went down, it's almost like your biggest worry as the defense and as this team left the game. I hope everything turns out for him. It looked pretty bad, especially with a non-contact injury. But now it's 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 this it's, it's almost kind of looks like a bad scrimmage. A bad scrimmage, 13-13 against the team that can't defend the pass? Like 31st against the pass? 30th in like passing yards allowed? <sighs> Paul, Paul in Rhode Island. Thanks so much for calling KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Sorry about my frustration. I'm get, It's just coming out of me. Go ahead. You have every reason to be frustrated. It cost, it cost us $500 a a day to go see the Patriots, okay? You have every reason. Uh, yeah, our, our division has changed, uh, whatever. But let me talk about the coaches. We have brand players. We have brand coaches. Uh, we have coaches, especially Joe, who likes to talk like he's a Marine recruiter, okay, in the Giants, and now here. These son, young your hair is too long, yes. <laughs> Yeah, son, your hair no, is too long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk like Jerry Jones for a minute there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you got to be a push, 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 push. Okay, listen, these kids, these kids made it. They want to make it. They're trying to make it and mm. maybe buy their families a good home, whatever. That's why they got drafted. Obviously, let me tell you about drafting. In your backyard, there might be the next Brady, 199 which is uh, the quarterback for Boston College. Give mm-hmm. him about five, six years. Six, six, isn't that, isn't that what you want around here? Because you're trying to fill Brady's shoes. I don't care who you are. You're not going to fill Brady's shoes. 
whether yeah, you have a, a market brand name or not. Yeah, Paul, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I try and correlate, right? Like, okay, New England's rich. It's it's uh, it's probably before the tech bubble happened in the San Jose, San Francisco area. If you don't want, if you want to know how wealthy New England is, who do you think funded Hollywood? <laughs> Hollywood was a desert west of the Phoenix Desert. We want to make movies. Who has money? Call back to the family in New England. So yeah, if you're going to be spending almost half a thou, <laughs> half a grip, as the kids would say. Just to go see this product. And this is where, you know, again, I get it. The narrative of, hey, Bill, Bill wasn't Bill because, because he had Brady. If he, and look where he is now when he doesn't have Brady. Okay, people are going to make those assessments. I don't think he loses sleep over that. However, I would be losing sleep if... I'm seeing calls not getting, play calls not getting in on time. I'm seeing confusion at the line. I'm seeing mixed up plays. I'm seeing bad coverage against, you know, on on, on defensive aggression from the other team. It's, I I don't, I just don't know. You know, like, like, like the caller just mentioned about Joe Judge. How does that play out in today's? That's you know what you know what this is, and I, I might have used this reference before. The Patriots are kind of playing like the 1775 British Army, very stiff, straight up and down. Meanwhile, the colonists is like, yo, we're gonna jump off of this hill in Waltham and get them. That's what the rest of the league is doing. You know, if you're thinking Brady 2.0. Mm, yeah, Brady GPA 2.0. That's what you have. And it's not fair because nobody can be that guy. And two, the game has changed, especially when it comes to the quarterback. You even see it in the the teams that the the, the Patriots have have, have struggled against are the ones they don't see in practice. You you don't, not even a practice squad guy or a backup has that type of speed to be able to test you. When you see these other quarterbacks with speed, and here's and that's what's so crazy about tonight, Kyler Murray is not in the game. You got Colt McCoy. I mean, you. I mean, it it gets no stiffer than Colt McCoy in the current aspect of of the NFL, and they've got a game going. So I, it's funny. I hear people like, "Oh, Lamar Jackson, he can't win and everything." How about how about competing? Right? Like, isn't, did you ever think you'd be at the point where it's just a Patriots, you just want to see him compete? Does this almost feel as bad, maybe even a little bit worse than the COVID year with Cam Newton? And the reason why I say that is because you knew that Cam couldn't throw. You knew he couldn't throw. You knew that something better was on the horizon. You knew that, and there you go, the defense showing up for the Patriots. Defensive touchdown. There you go. Boring, uh, waiting on the extra point. Patriots up 20 to, nothing, 20 to 13. 19-13 awaiting the extra point. DeAndre's got to tuck that ball away. Well, I'm, I could care less because at this point, somebody's got to save this team. And it isn't going to be the offense. The offense looks no better. You know. Yeah, once they go to replay. 
Yeah, they're going to see that. It's clearly a fumble. What a play by Duggar. Yeah. You know, I, I have to be very careful of, you know, what I'm talking about while the game is going on. But, again, you know, this is where someone, if, if this game ends in this score right now, then the defense needs to be pretty much worshipped. Worshipped for saving this team. Because this is absolutely atrocious. Do you? I'll put it this way. Even playing against Derek Carr next week is going to be better than what you're seeing with Colt McCoy in this team. It's it's, it's the next four games, playoffs. I've said seven and ten, and I've always wanted to be wrong about that. But you know who who continues to prove me right, Matt Patricia. This would be one of those games where I think this would get them closer to eight and nine because I had this as a loss going into the season. And so, again, there's still a whole nother quarter to go, and you just never know what may or may not happen. Yeah, I would definitely have be ready for Six Rings podcast because you'll hear from Belichick after the game. But right now, you just say, you know what? Like, if this was a soccer match, just go ahead and take that ball to the corner and, and sit back there. <laughs> Let that clock run out. So you still got five and a half left in the third quarter. So you still have another whole fourth quarter to go. This game, I, Andrew, I'm thinking this game may not end till midnight. But guess what? I'll be out of here. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's I. I wouldn't put it past Patricia to say, "All right, twenty to thirteen lead. Let's run this ball." Yeah, I mean, well, that, I mean, that's, outs. Well, that's what you're gonna do because it's going to. It's going to it's going to mask some of the 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 bad smell that just has just continued, you know. So again, we'll see how things play out for this team and how everything's work out. So um, Celtics getting ready to take uh, they're just tipping off, getting ready to tip off in in Los Angeles with the Clippers. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about how they're worried about where the Celtics are when they took that loss to Golden State. Like, hey, you you haven't beaten them, and that's who you need to beat. And I was like, no. That's not that's not it. It's really all about holding and staving off Milwaukee. Um, Chris Middleton hurt his ankle again early in the game last night. So that's something to keep an eye on. Do Embiid and James Harden finally piece some things together. Is Ben Simmons uh, at a mental playing state where he can continue to contribute night by night? He's not been playing every night. Maybe that changes as the season goes on. But I wouldn't be concerned with a loss at Golden State as much as I would if the Celtics are losing continually to the Bucs. And they only play them a couple. I think they play them only a couple times, maybe an additional one. It's a little different when you're in the conference, but you're not in the division. And so, the, and that, those are the games that you have to keep an eye on, especially after Christmas. In fact, that's Christmas Day the game right there. So... For those who are like, I don't really do NBA till Christmas. Yeah, I would say Christmas is the first real test for the Celtics because if the Bucks show something that they easily can do again, whether it be defensively or uh, personnel moves or personnel changes that, that confuse the Celtics, then yeah, you'd be a. I would be a bit worried. But this Western Coast trip, this West Coast trip, I, I think it's just one of those situations where it's like, you know what? Let's see how you do when you go out there. It, it's the it's the most similar to playing in some type of playoff series where there's just this concentrated area where you're going. It's a hostile environment for the most part if the teams are decent. 
So what they did to Phoenix was impressive. I wasn't upset with the Golden State loss. You know, hopefully this is a competitive game with the Clippers and beat the Lakers. And if they come back 2-2 on this trip, then, you know, good for them. You know, wasn't expecting them to, you know, just completely, you know, go out there and just dominate, you know, the Eastern yeah, Eastern, Eastern Conference. I, I hear people say, you know, well, it's, it's, a, it's a better conference. I'm like, yeah, for now, you know, put it in perspective. Chicago was one of the top teams last time at last year at this time fell apart. Cleveland top team last year fell apart. Washington top team one point fell apart. So again, once Christmas hits and you see where teams are um, and who you're playing, right? If it, that's going to be a big game because you're looking at probably one versus two in the East in that game with the, uh, with the uh, Bucks and the uh, Celtics on uh, Christmas day. So I'm not really worried about it. I'll get more. I'll get more into Celtics here next. Plus uh, updates here on the game. Don't forget Six Rings podcast goes live here on WEEI at the end of the game. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Text line three seven ninety three seven. KJ late night here on WEEI. Thanks so much for hanging out. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. W-E-E-I, late night. On W-E-E-I. Boston's Sports Original. I mean, you know, like I said, I don't take anything for granted. You know, every time I make the All-Star game, you know, I may not be as excited as I was the first year, but, you know, I never want to, for lack of better words, like get used to it or take it for granted. You know, being an All-Star is something special. You know, first team All-NBA last year. Um, you know, I don't want to take those things for granted. You know, playing for the Celtics, right? This is the best franchise in, in the history of the NBA. You know, I don't want to take that for granted of, you know, I get to put on this uniform every day and be a part of history. So I just try to stay in the moment, right? I'm, I'm playing the NBA. You know, I'm literally living out my dream. Growing up as a kid, winning the MVP was a goal. Like, you know, I want to get to the NBA, win the MVP championship. But, you know, I more so approach the season as that, you know, I just want to play at an MVP level, which, you know, that means that, you know, I'm playing one of the best players, playing efficiently, both ends of the ball, and we're winning. You know, we got one of the best records, and we're on pace to get back to where we were, and all that matters is we do that and get over the hump. I would love to win MVP, of course, but, I just want to play at that level, which means that I'm on a great team, my teammates are playing great, and that we're on pace to get back to where we were, and you know that we remember how we felt uh, when we came up short, and that you know we'll do whatever it takes uh, not to feel that way again. 
Late night, WEEI. It's KJ 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. That's Jason Tatum saying, look, he has goals for himself, but he also realizes that he is with a franchise that has really built the NBA. And that's important too. And I think Jason Tatum is stepping more into that role of leadership. I think sometimes we take for granted how seasoned Jason Tatum is, but yet forget how young he is. And it's one thing to have the Sacramento Kings on your back, you know, as the franchise that you're trying to lead. And then it's another thing to be running the Celtics and trying to get them to win the illustrious 18th championship. You know, I think this team, once they lost in, in, in last year's NBA finals, I think they, they got to the point of understanding like, okay, we've worked so hard just to get here and all the failures of not being able to get here, conference finals, conference semis, conference finals, conference finals, conference semis. Now that you finally get there, obviously you want to win it right away. But this is where you become a student of the game and say, okay, what did some of these great teams that were denied championships, how did it turn around for them? What, 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 was, what was it that got them over the hump? Right. So you look at some of the the teams for LeBron, it was about getting another superstar. Well, two of them. Right. right? But San Antonio had built itself into such a dominant, internationally built team, if you will. Right. It had like this international flavor that just somehow LeBron could not crack. Those Phoenix teams that were really good could not crack. And so now here we are in this newer age of. Tatum and Brown and Ja Morant as LeBron is starting to become part of the, the, the OGs, if you will, of the league. Kyrie's getting up there in years. So now it's, it's incumbent on Tatum to take the mantle now and say, look, I can be the face of this league and lead the most historic franchise to what would be its most historic championship, putting him past the Lakers. It's a lot to take in. And I think all the noise that he heard after the NBA Finals, he stood tr- he stood strong. I, I joked at the time, get out of town, bro. <laughs> get out of town. Just, you know, don't even turn on a radio. I shouldn't say that because I'm on one, but hey, bro, don't turn on anything that emits sound unless it's music that you like. I'd even listen to jazz. They don't even have words in it for the most part. But he's handled it well. And then, of course, the situation with M.A. Adoka and how that turned out. You know, considering that, you know, Jalen Brown and specifically, you know, mentioned that there was a desire to have a black head coach last year at the end of last season. And the the team obliged and allowed the players to have some say into who the next coach was. You know, Joe Mazzula as the interim coach, I, I wonder what that all means long term. Um, but at the same time, I can't see how Joe... And his gum is going to be out of the picture. Maybe they're just waiting for the season to develop and move on. Maybe if it's, hey, getting into the playoffs, if there's an extra push, he's the coach. You just never know what's going to be addressed with M.A. He didn't go to Brooklyn. And so now at some point, I think the organization starts has to say, Joe's our guy and we need to state as much. Maybe that happens Christmas Day. Who knows? But I think it should happen sooner than later because to be the interim coach of this team and you're the best team in the league. Like, who's ever heard of an NBA champion won by an interim head coach? 
congratulations to the interim head coach. Like, you're still the interim, and you just won the NBA championship. So I, I guess timing plays a part in it as well. But at the same time, time has proven to be favorable to the players on the team right now and to what has transpired so far this year. 617-779-7937, text line 37937, KJ, late night, WEEI. Oh, yeah. Patriots in the red zone. Hunter Henry shows up again. This could be what might be the final dagger in this game for the for the Patriots against the Cardinals and kind of relax, relaxing some of the angst just within 45 minutes. So whoever got across the desperation message that need to be heard, it's getting across. It's kind of crazy how how much we appreciate those plays like that seam down the uh, down the seam to Hunter Henry. Well, it's, yeah, well, it's just appreciate them so much. Well, well, the thing is because there's there's been very little downfield. There's been very little action when you start getting 10, 10 yards down the field. And you know this team who's had issues like I, you know, if if they're they're about to score their twenty seventh point, and it is with a touchdown. Um, where look, <laughs> oh well, flag. Stand by. You know. Uh, yeah. 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 It's on the Cardinals uh, offside. So, yeah. So, look, there's a lot to celebrate because of the defense once again. And after a while, how often can this happen? You know, having a, if you want to lean on the defense and let it be what it had, it, it had to be. But, you know, you're going against Colt McCoy. That's kind of easier to defend. You know, Derek Carr, even though he had his struggles last week, you know, Josh McDaniels is going to know how to prepare for this Patriots offense. I mean, pretty much they're still kind of running it. So you still have four more intriguing storylines to happen with the Patriots coming. Um, but, you know, if it, uh, you look, you don't want to count the chickens before they hatch. It's still 14 minutes left in the game. But a two score game against this defense tonight would seem just to be too much to come from come back from for this Cardinals team with Colt McCoy. You know, uh, I, I can see Mac, Mac Jones is happy because he got to throw a Paul more than 15 yards. You know, like what? You know, but as you mentioned, Andrew, like these are the things you have to be happy for now in this Patriots offense, because you know, those plays are at a premium. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. You know, you talk about like the price of gas and it's funny. Nobody rails when the price goes down. But when it shoots up in the air, it seems like everybody in the world suddenly needs it. Like, I thought you needed it just as much when it's a dollar or less, you know. But when it goes up a dollar or a dollar and a half, you're like, oh, my God, I can't get it. What do you mean you can't get it? Just go down there. It's going to cost a little more for a second, but it comes down. It's like it's like the ocean, right? It's like, High uh, tide and low tide. High tide and low tide. It's like, what's that one Dave Chappelle uh, meme where he's, you know, he's asking, uh like you could do it like you know with uh you got any play action passes oh yeah 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 with tyrone biggins yeah <laughs> yeah, tyrone, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah 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 the guy was like you got any more than play action passes <laughs> yeah where he's you're the addict yes i forgot his name but the dude who was like you know chalked over from right from, i mean i don't want to make too much of a light of joke because that's some people's that's why life. i kind of got stuck i was like nah, yeah. how do i want to yeah. describe ne- this ne- <laughs> never never good to make reference about any type of jokes about that thing you know Careful, you know, but it, but yes, you know, I can, I mentioned when I was on with Don Darrow, and I am on my third show today in the company. <laughs> I'm really, really hanging in there. But I was saying, look, 
the whole thing with this with this Patriots offense is when it does something good, it has to show that it can do it again. Not we did we look good doing it two weeks ago, and haven't been doing it for two weeks. So yes, the Patriots have taken advantage of the turnovers. Yes, the Patriots have been able to put the ball in the end zone from the red zone. So those are improvements. So now it's just moving forward, do those things again, and know that the defense isn't going to always be able to bail you out. You know, how different does this game potentially look if it's Kyler Murray in there? It it might have some similarities. There might still be turnovers, don't get me wrong. But when Colt McCoy is in there, you're clearly saying, oh, we really don't have to worry about the things that we pretty much game plan for this week, which is the mobile quarterback. All right, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Got about another 30 minutes before we get to the Six Rings podcast uh, live here on the broadcast with Fitzy and Hart. Uh, We'll talk Red Sox next. Thank you so much for hanging out with WEEI Late Night. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Nobody was focused on what we didn't have or what question marks there were. They were focused on going out and winning. And yeah, you know, we got our teeth kicked in that first series by Baltimore, but then we got hot. There were ups and downs during that year too, but at our best, and you saw this nowhere more than in the playoffs where for, you know, two and a half weeks, I think everybody uh, who is associated with this organization thought there is no stopping us. We are going, we are taking this all the way. We didn't get there, but that feeling existed because of culture and environment and people and it had nothing to do with any of those questions and it existed in spite of us knowing look we are not a perfect team on paper i actually think i thought last year we had more talent in the room than we did in 21 i think this year we're going to have more talent in the room than we did in 21 it's really a question of having the right mindset i feel really confident again that the people we have in this organization that we're going to have that it's going to be on us to make it as easy as possible, understanding that this is tough right now, easy as possible for our fans to feel that too. Second hour of late night, WEEI. It's KJ. Thank you so much for being here. Remember, Six Rings, the podcast comes live on the air with Fitzy and Hart in 30 minutes. Uh, the game probably either be just ending or still clo- or, or still going but close to the end, just under 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. And the Patriots uh, with a 14-point lead, 27-13. Did I hear Heim Bloom in that cut say in the Rob Brad, in the in the Brad Foe podcast that there was a better team on the field in 22 than they had in the room in 2021? Look, Schwarber has the longest last name of all of them, and he was not in the room this past season. It's that type of narrative that has people ready to pull out every single piece of Red Sox gear they have and just cry in it. Like, what is Heim watching? Because it, it must not be the same thing we're seeing. I mean, let's go back to that 2021 season, right, where I believe the thought was this is going to be a team in recovery. They, they were only pegged for 81 wins, so it was really like a pick them. They were like a 500 team that most, most prognosticators thought. And then the team got super hot early on. I remember and Brad Foe hated the theory, but damn, did it work. It's called the 27 games at a time theory, where if the if the Red Sox could go 15 and 12 in each of those 27 clips, they would get to 95 wins. 
or they'd get to 90 wins. And then after that, could they win here, win a couple here? You know they might lose a few there. Well, sure enough, that first 27 games, they went 17-10. and 10. Like, How do you remember this stuff, KJ? Because the daggone thing worked. And so by the time they got to the middle of the season where at the trade deadline where things were starting to get a, a bit tight, you know, the Schwarber deal was a bit confusing because you were thinking like, okay, you get it. It's supposed to address first base, but he's rarely played first base. The real need was for another pitcher that can eat up innings. Because remember, at the time, all, like Hernandez and all you know, all those guys were only getting like yeah, six innings. They were averaging like six innings each start. Like, but come twenty twenty two, oh my gosh, how much would you have paid for it for starters to average six innings? But he says there were better players on the twenty twenty two roster than there were on twenty twenty one. Yeah, there's been a couple of JMs. You want to see what Brian Bayo can do moving further. But Jared Duran, let's just call it what it is. Duran, Duran needs to run Duran. Bobby Dahlback didn't work out. Christian Vasquez is gone, and he just signed with the Twins tonight, so he's not coming back. Xander's gone. Don't know what's up with Raphael Devers because, look, if you can't get it, it almost may be a replay of Xander, but a different result where, okay, you potentially could go two seasons, not trade a person in their walk year, and get nothing back. Like, that's the other part about Xander going. Nothing came back. No pitching, no prospects. Even if you wanted to get more prospects, go get more prospects. No pitching, no prospects, no DH slash outfielder, fourth outfielder. You know, look, day one, I I remember. I said, you know, the winter meetings, I said, you know, look, the signing of uh, of Kenley Jansen was was spot on. Like, okay, th- there you go. Matazaka, okay, you didn't spend a whole lot of money. But the premise was thinking that Xander would still be here and that you're making progress with Raphael Devers. Oh, Raphael's not here. Well, I mean, uh, Xander's not here. I don't mean to speak Raphael not being here. But, again, now the Red Sox have no choice but to – Offer up a big money deal if the idea is to keep Devers. And if it isn't, then who's coming? Who's coming? It would it would only have to be declining players who would just take whatever they can get and come. Like the jersey means more than the actual player. And and from that perspective, I don't agree with it, but I see what what they're doing, right? Because at the end of the day, Fenway's still Fenway, Sweet Caroline is still Sweet Caroline. Still, I mean, people people come. I, I I have people who reach out to me. Hey, I want to try and get to a Red Sox game. What are the chances of me getting tickets? I, I've never known them to talk about baseball, but they want to be able to go to Fenway Park and say that they've been there and take their pictures. Family of four come in, drive in, drive out, fly in, fly out. The fan base still has to live through it every day. Think about these fans that you you probably been one of those that have been there when it's been like six thousand people there, rain. Everybody's in rain jackets, and you're sticking around to see if they're going to play through it. And this is what gets put on the field. Ugh. Like the my favorite Red Sox game I've gone to within the last recent years was the 19 inning game. I don't know, Andrew. Do you remember this game? It was the 19 inning game. They don't do these anymore, so that's why it's like a, a treasure. 19-inning game where it was like people were saying, you know what, we believe in this team. That might have been in 2018. I think it was in 2018. Are you talking about the, what was it, game three? 
Game two. No, no, no. It was a 19 inning game against Toronto uh, during the regular season. It was like in September. I think it was in September of that year. Maybe like up. yeah, it was like five thousand of us stayed through in that game. I don't think we walked out of Fenway until about one forty-five in the morning. Like you make that deal, like okay, I'm just gonna miss the train, and I'll find a way back. There's an Uber probably, or I parked not too far away. Like let's say they brought back extra innings, like the real extra innings. Would you stick stick around to see if this team would win one, or would you just go home? I would probably venture to say you would think, uh, let's head out. What, what are we here to see? Who's out there? And the Xander piece. And this and this is, I saw it coming. When Trevor Story signed his deal, knowing that Xander was up for his, I now knew that the clock was ticking on the Red Sox to make a real offer to Xander because they gave real money to Trevor Story. And Trevor Story is not part of the organization, hadn't been here for 10 years, in fact, the question was, hey, was Story trying to get himself to the Astros when Correa left and the Astros weren't really thrilled about maybe some of the reports that could have been coming back about his arm strength, not wanting to give him that type of money to go it short, and let's call it what it is. They made the right decision because they've got that young kid in there now. Like, they're not missing Correa at all. But now, there are some people who really believe that, ah, well, Story's not going to be the short stuff. They're going to get Dansby Swanson. They're going to pay money for him? No. No. And I think, and I'm just going to be honest with some of the fan base. You have to stop this delusional thinking that just because it's the Red Sox, people will come. Those days are over for now. Because you see it firsthand right now. Nobody's come. And now, you, and here's the thing. You want people to come, you're going to have to trade. What are you trading? Who are you trading? And the things, that, and the people you want, the players you want to give up, They, I mean, a lot of them have shown no value other than hope. You know, don't give up Mayer. Yeah, Mayer's not, he has no major league batting. None. You know, Bayo, yeah, that's someone you probably want to protect. Cassis, I don't think the phone's ringing for him just yet. Dahlbeck, you think the phone's ringing for Bobby Dahlbeck? Duran? Jeter Downs, you think phones are ringing for those guys? Give us them, and we'll give you this person. Look, if you knew that Xander wasn't going to be part of the future, you should have traded him at the trade deadline to get something back that would be tangible and part of the conversation that's happening right now. Bingo. What the, but what this team is. Andrew, what was the date of that game? That I, I, The only eight – I mean, I found an, the 18-inning game for uh, – for game three, for game three of the World Series that year, but I couldn't find anything else outside of that. The nineteen inning game that have to be September, September of eighteen, seventeen. So this would be in seventeen. I, I know because I I was in between housing at the time. So yeah, so this would be in September of seventeen, somewhere around Labor Day. Okay, yeah, twenty seventeen. Yep, 2017. I was looking at eighteen at first against yeah, the uh, they, against the Blue Jays. Yeah, they're all these they're all run together. What was funny about that game was, uh, because you can hear everything. Josh Donaldson said something to the umpire, and the umpire threw him out in like the fifteenth inning. You know, so I I just wonder if there's, but keep in mind you're still going to be there because Raffy's still there at the time. You know, you got Raffy, you've got Xander. Uh, Andrew Biantende is still here at that time. 
I think Mookie's still here at the time, too. Yeah, Mookie's still here at the time in 17. So, yeah, you would stay. Why wouldn't you stay extra innings to see those guys try and pull it off? Now, I, I, I don't know who you're coming to see. I mean, I guess you're coming to see Trevor Story, but he only played 94 games out of 162 last year. So you hope that that number at least gets to 120, 140. You have to. JD's gone. Vasquez is gone. I, look, I don't mean to be doom and gloom, but this is all true. I, uh, I mm. Here's the only thing that makes sense to me. If you can't keep Devers, because I think Devers is probably looking at the team and saying, well, if they could do it to them, what would stop them from doing it to me? And just call it what it is. Devers is, I, I don't, he's not asking for anything less than 10, 400 million. 40 a year. How many years younger than Judge? He's like six years younger than Aaron Judge. So literally, the age of Aaron Judge now would be 60% of a contract (laughs) if you signed him to that number right now. Like future age bat, World Series title, silver slugger. You can't lowball that. Well, you can, I guess, if you want to take your chance. Now, if all of this, all of this is done to say our number one goal next year, the Red Sox, is Shohei Otani. Then you say, okay, the fan base will kind of simmer down. They'll know that you have a player that can dominate on the mound and at the and at the plate. You're killing a couple of birds with one stone. He probably becomes your number one starter and is your top-hitting outfielder when he's out in the outfield. And some of the different changes going on with greater Boston, it would make a whole lot of sense. Like, if if that's what it is, if, you're, if what Haim is doing is asking the fan base to hold on for one year of pain, I need to start seeing some campaign bumper stickers and flyers and buttons saying, Show hey to Boston. <laughs> Can you show hey to Boston? Show show me the way to Boston. Any whatever it takes. If this is if if you're gonna let these guys go, Devers first Xander and now Devers. If Devers doesn't, if you can't get a deal done with him, then you might as well do everything in your power to show the fan base. I'm sorry, and I want to make it. You know, like the Kobe Bryant diamond. I'm sorry, and I brought home show hey a tunny. Oh, I love you. I'll stay in the marriage because some people are ready to break up. Some people are just that frustrated, and I get it. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Andrew, I had to say it again because my cheeks are starting to lock up. I did BetQL morning show this morning, then me and Don Darrow this evening, and then now me. You're a busy man. You know what? I should I should I should receive a pension just off of this. I'm just saying. You got to like during the break you got to do some cheek mas- massages. Yeah, the rain in Spain falls mainly in Maine. I might try that. You're 15 minutes away from the Six Rings podcast covering all things Patriots with this game with about 5 minutes left, 27:13. Now it is time to trend with Andrew Meehan. WEEI late night on WEEI Boston Sports Original. Yeah, 
Patriots look like they're going to get the W. Feeling a bit unchained from all the stress discussing this team over the last nine, ten days. It looked early, early. It looked ugly early on. The defense came to save the day, and with just under three minutes left, uh, the Patriots up by fourteen. Six Rings Podcast is next live with Fitzy and Hart here on Weei. Get your calls in 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Thank you so much, Andrew, for your work tonight. Follow at WEEI and at at Twitter, KJ Carson. I've done three shows today, Andrew. I am drained. Go get some rest. Drained. The company better know my name after today. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great night and be safe. Take care. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.